Hey folks, this is Rob with the WorkGrid. Today we will review the recent report from WorkGrid and Rework titled The State of the Modern Employee Experience. This is where we surveyed over 500 mid-level employees about their relationship with work technology, digital friction, and the sentiment around changes in the workplace, some of which you may find surprising. So if you're interested in the current pulse of the digital workplace, this episode's for you. So before we get started into the survey itself, it might be good for us to unpack digital friction. At its core, digital friction refers to the factors that inhibit the easy use of digital technology. Digital friction is certainly a concept that has been discussed well over 30 years and is not a new phenomenon. Gartner has a decent enough definition as the unnecessary effort an employee has to exert or use data or technology at work. However, the definition only scratches the surface, as digital friction encompasses so much more. And the downstream impact of said friction in the workplace ultimately manifests as waste, impacting productivity, the employee experience, and the organization's bottom line. So if digital friction is ultimately waste, where does it come from? Well, it comes about from a few different factors. The first, application overload. That's all the places to go, your applications, your resources, your portals. The second area is information overload. It's all the stuff that we sift through, we have to find and need throughout our day. It's the content, the conversations, the data, the workflows the information we have to filter through to ultimately find and use within the course of our day. The third, of course, is digital noise pollution, uh, the pings, dings, disruptions, both internally within the workplace and also externally to the employee, things that are distracting them and ripping them away from their time and their focus. And these three end up hindering the employee's overall productivity to staying on the right task and impeding them to make the right and proper decisions. In essence, digital friction is a collection of waste and roadblocks, waiting period, wasted effort, and misdirection. And all of this adds up and contributes to a workday that ends up being full of unnecessary challenges. A bit about this report. The State of the Modern Employee Experience Survey uh, is informed by 530 respondents, all of whom perform professional desk, clerical, managerial, or administrative labor. The organizations range in size of 250 to well over 10,000 or more employees, with 60% of the organizations and respondents uh, sitting within 3,000 or more employees. It also represents a variety of industries, including software, information services, data processing, FinServe, insurance, manufacturing, banking, healthcare, and so much more. But let's get into some of the findings. The first key takeaway the report reveals is that managers and employees are using more tools and applications during their workday than ever before. 66% of respondents in this report said that they're using more applications, B, 
before the onset of the pandemic. And I suppose that's certainly logical. When the pandemic arose, there was a natural rust to try to solve for the challenge of a disconnected workforce with new tools to connect and to collaborate. With over 26% reporting that they are using more than 10 or more applications per day. And in fact, a recent study from Harvard Business Review uh, late last year titled, How Much Time and Energy Do We Waste Toggling Between Applications? showed that workers performing certain transactions had to context switch over 22 different applications and web properties throughout their day. That's a lot of time wasted. And the actual context switching, the alt-tabbing, shifting from screen to screen, well, that moves upwards to 3,600 times on an average day. What's not mentioned is that there's really a toggling tax here. And a toggling tax is the tax on really your time, your attention, your productivity via context switching. It's the mental cost that occurs when an individual switches their focus from one task to another task, to another task. And this concept particularly is relevant in the workplace because employees are often juggling multiple tasks and responsibilities under any given time. When an individual switches from one task to another, their brain needs time to adjust to that new context. And that adjustment period can lead to a decrease in productivity uh, and efficiency where the brain effectively has to reset itself to focus on that new task, thus the toggling tax. The impact of this uh, tax can be quite significant. In fact, frequent context switching can lead to increased stress. If you're constantly shifting focus uh, time and again, there's a sense of pressure, of urgency, uh, certainly when deadlines are not imminent. And this can lead to increased stress overall to the individual and downstream effects to their wellness. There's, of course, increased anxiety. That uncertainty and constant change associated with frequent context switching leads to heightened anxiety. It leaves employees worrying and perhaps uh, feeling that their tasks are left inefficient and ineffective. There's naturally decreased productivity. Uh, with rapid context switching over the course of the day, as mentioned, since if the brain needs time to adjust and we need time to switch tasks, well, we're having to waste time throughout that switch. And it certainly decreases the quality of work. If we're constantly bouncing around, moving back and forth, uh, we're having to adjust to the new tax, the new paradigm, the new model of process, And then quality may suffer or slip between those breaks. Mistakes can be made. Details overlooked. And with all that, what happens is certainly potentially burnout. Over time, if there's constant stress, pressure, errors, etc., well, that leads to decreased satisfaction in one's role and potentially higher turnover rates. Another aspect of the survey was more than 25% of in-office workers claimed that finding information was difficult. And for those working within a fully remote environment, that number jumped to 30%. So we have to wonder if the difference here is due to the ability to simply pop your head up over a desk and ask your colleague where information may be, since 
typically when search, enterprise search often fails, we end up asking those closest to us or near us where information is. Individuals being the broker of information. There's also frustration with collaboration tools, as the report shows. 44% of respondents said that collaboration tools given to them within their organization actually end up frustrating them, with 41% claiming that they're actually difficult to use. Despite these challenges, however, there's a certain level of complacency with current solutions, which makes us wonder if this is due to the learned helplessness and the status quo of feeling that the digital workplace, the digital landscape, is actually impossible to change. Nearly 70% of respondents believe there is room for improvement within their digital workplace experience, but most not knowing how that change can come about. Similar to the HBR study, there's a report from Okta, their Business at Work report, which takes a look at data from Okta's more than 9,400 customers. Some of the results here are quite staggering in terms of application overload, where they found businesses will deploy, on average, over 88 apps at their organization. And in fact, we probably have to wonder how many of those are, one, known, two, the actual connections to Okta, and two, how many are potentially back-end and not seen at all. But that's quite alarming, 88 as a whole. What gets even more interesting uh, with this report is that larger companies uh, are showing more than 175 applications, smaller companies being more around 73. Now, I'm sure you're wondering, well, what types of applications are we talking about? Well, the managers surveyed within the report said that they spend the most of their time on messaging, communication apps, followed by collaboration tools and role-specific applications. They're by applications that are supposed to make our lives easier, more productive, and more engaged. The State of the Modern Employee Experience Report also shows that digital friction is nearly universal. As employees accept the application tools that they're told to work with, it ultimately isn't making their jobs easier. In fact, 96% of our respondents are claiming that they're experiencing digital friction to some degree. And we have to ask ourselves, why is that the case? Well, part of that has to do with the culture and the landscape in which they're operating in. The first reason for digital friction being that elephant in the room within any organization is learned helplessness. If you think about it, when an employee steps first into their new role, what are they given? They're given a laptop, they're given their credentials, their ID, and they're probably directed towards the places that have already been established to communicate, to collaborate, to connect. And oftentimes, that digital landscape has been poorly rationalized and has been a collection of applications that has grown over time with the lack of really a digital workplace leader. And so the cow path has been paved for the employee. They follow those tracks of where to perform tasks, operations, and work. They're not going to raise their hand or throw a fuss because this is the way they were. They're not going to push back 
against the system that has been established for their work patterning. So the next reason why digital friction persists within the workplace is the myth of multitasking. And hopefully by now you know that multitasking is a fabrication. The analogy I oftentimes use is that yes, you can absolutely chew bubblegum, listen to a podcast, and mow a lawn all at the same time. But when that cognitive load begins to be too high cognitive tasks, three cognitive tasks, well, performance begins to degrade quite rapidly. And in fact, what multitasking is, is it's rapid switching from one task to another and back again. And every time you make that switch, there's going to be a task on time, energy, and focus rather than a monotask, which may be the focus on one particular thing, like simply mowing the lawn or simply listening to that podcast. Uh, in fact, research from even the mid-90s by Robert Rogers, PhD, and Stephen Monsell uh, found that even when people had to switch completely, predictably, between two tasks every two to four trials, they were slower on that task switch than on task-repeated trials. It, time and again, studies over the last 30 years have begun to show that employees as a whole and individuals are better set when they're focusing on one track and one process. That's not to say that people can't have multiple projects happening at one given time, but they are certainly better suited if they're focusing on one of those at any given time within a time box. Another reason why digital friction persists is, well, to solve for it, it's no one's job. There's the role of the digital workplace leader, which has been emerging over the last 10 years within the digital workplace space, but that leader who can reach across the aisle between the business and IT, form that vision of the way to work, how to work, and begin to optimize the employee experience as a whole with technology and culture, well, those people are quite rare. And in fact, they oftentimes arise from one business function in a more novel organizations that understand that they need to create a better experience for their employees and their end users. And why is that the case? Well, the resistance there is the natural silos and politics which happen within organizations. HR has their focus, corporate comms theirs, IT has their role to perform. And oftentimes those may be in fact competing priorities without a central line and central vision. One of the last main reasons, and there's multiple reasons, uh, that digital friction persists, but another one is really to blame on the vendor side. There's oftentimes a vendor-centric view of the world that defines how they develop their technology and how they're going to focus all of their R&D and efforts. And that means for them to express their value, 
they have to have you using their platform and their product. So what does this mean? Well, it means that integrations are not necessarily going to be top of mind. They want you in their product, in their platform to showcase their value to you. So less so on the personas of your employees and more so focused on the utilization of whatever they measure their North Star metrics, their KPIs. And that, of course, leads to an effect of what they focus on in terms of development and their roadmap. And this has to be kept in mind for those digital workplace leaders, those application owners who are looking to create that better view of the workday. The report also uncovered that email seems to be a productivity blocker uh, and is called out as the number one complaint, which certainly makes sense. Managers seem to highlight that their personal productivity blockers are number one, email, number two, too many pings, dings, and distractions, and number three, colleague interruptions, which we can almost equate to number two. The complaints from staff seem to be in order. Emails, inefficient systems, workflows, etc. And last, the inability to find the right information at the right time. While email has long been the primary form of communication that most professional workers use, well, this could be changing. The survey found that email still reigns supreme as a preferred means of finding information and collaborating, but it's losing its primacy to other tools within a hybrid environment. 85% of respondents listed it as a tool they use, followed by MS Teams, Zooms, and Google Meet, all rising to meet the needs of a highly distributed workforce. However, when the question was asked, what is your preferred way of receiving information from other employees or teams, 55% uh, said that they'd prefer email to receive information from other employees or teams. Uh, and the remaining 45% differed to other options. This includes messaging platforms, intranets, etc. Among the groups that were more likely to prefer email than those in small organizations and those working in a fully corporate office. When the question was asked, how do you prefer to receive important notifications from enterprise systems for routine tasks? So that could be a nudge from a system uh, highlighting a compliance survey, a uh, training application that needs to be done, expense review, etc. Half the respondents said that they prefer to receive notifications on routine tasks by email but the other half claiming that those could be pushed directly to their computer elsewhere within their workday. So there's a change here in terms of the preferences of the way employees wish to communicate, collaborate, and engage within the flow of their work, slowly moving away from email into new paradigms in which to operate. Digging a bit deeper, one of the questions we asked was, do you feel the applications and technology you use often get in the way of you and your team being more productive? And the results were interesting. 60% of managers at mid-sized companies said that 
digital friction was experienced constantly and getting in the way of their team. And this was among the highest percentage of out of all groups surveyed was that managers as a whole feel that the technology is having a negative impact on their work, on their team, uh, and certainly how they operate. Uh, 73% of respondents said that the application technology that they use gets in the way of their general productivity. Uh, and managers at mid-sized or smaller companies were more likely to feel this way than those at larger companies, which sat at only 56%. So what's the conclusion? Well, as we wrap up today's podcast, we have to take a moment to reflect on some of the key points. Digital friction, the challenges, and the inefficiencies that employees face using digital tools. It's significant and is a growing issue. The overwhelming amount of information combined with the need to constantly switch between tools and systems, that's going to lead to frustration, a lack of focus, and disengagement. And of course, this threatens productivity, but it also risks exacerbating potential attrition within an already interesting labor market. There's a silver lining here, though, that we shouldn't miss. If managers are recognizing the need for improvement and the introduction of new technology during the pandemic uh, helped to accelerate our use of tools, well, it's also opened up the possibilities for us of working in new or better ways. These new technologies, they've enhanced productivity, collaboration, new paradigms of working, but there's a need for those to be more integrated and efficient in the overall digital experience defined by the personas of the organization. I think that's a key part that we shouldn't miss is that with that new opportunity comes the potential for us to reshape what the employee experience looks like for our individual employees. That's right size to them. Mid-sized organizations in particular have a pressing need to act. Larger organizations, they seem better equipped with tools uh, per the data that's coming out from the study. Um, And perhaps that's due to higher specialization of roles and focus while smaller companies appear to be struggling and that could be due to limited resources could be due to lack of role specialization Um, but regardless of size all employees should have those options to create deep meaningful engagement with work whether that's communicating collaborating or engaging with back-end systems The key here for digital workplace leaders is to recognize the importance of investing in overall digital employee experience. A strategic approach to the digital workplace really comes from the companies that choose the relevant solutions and embed those that to a vision, to their culture, and creates it in line with the personas that they have within their organization. As we conclude, remember, the digital workplace, it's not just about technology, it's truly about people. It's about creating that environment where employees will thrive. They're going to do their best work. So let's continue to explore, innovate, and strive for that better workplace experience. 
Thank you for joining me on The Work Grid today. And until next time, keep exploring and innovating.